0: Hello and welcome to part two of this arena special from the Printworks in Dublin Castle to celebrate the launch of Tradfest Temple Bar 2023, one of the most anticipated gigs of Tradfest 2023 will be Imbolg, a celebration of women in music. The evening takes place on Saturday, the 28th of January, at the National Stadium, curated by Nareed Niwene of Alton, and features a lineup full of remarkable women, including Mary Shapen Carpenter, T with Maggie, She Fielders, and Brie Jean. Please welcome to the stage of the print house, Nareed and Brie Jean. Tell me the idea behind this I suppose if look at that word first of all, because I've learned a little bit about Imbolg or Imbolg. Imbolg. Maybe you could maybe you could give us a little lesson there on Imbolg and what exactly we're talking about.
1: Yes, well when Tradfest came to me and asked me to curate this lovely concert, I just thought the feminine and then I thought Oh, Féle Bridge, you know, St. Bridget's Night is going to be the first and the ladies' saint and her, her name this year for the frontline people and the people who passed away during COVID. But also, I just thought of Bridge. She was such a matron saint of ours, you know. On the turning of the year, she was the metaphor for fertility. For light, for the beauty that comes with the spring, for the ah s, which is the growth, and the embolic means, you know, the seedling that's making its way out of the dark earth. So mm. I thought it's very apt for the night that's going to be in it.
0: Yeah, for for that yes. that first bank holiday, as you yes. said, it's going to be on on Loyal Evrija. Yeah, you would you would have going to have to have a bridging, uh involved <laughs> in, in something. Oh, I <laughs> she's now, her, she's, her,
1: she's her patron saint now <laughs>
0: <laughs> when's your birthday breaching
2: it's september but th- i feel like saint Bridget's day is my second birthday uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what there's a serious pride you carry around with this name and i think <laughs> i think i deserve a second birthday out yeah of it. well
0: yes. yeah I the don't all do. Lots of European yes. traditions, they have the birthday and they have the, the feast day. So you're just you're just kind of witnessing that in this way. Now, you are going to play a piece for us uh, to, to yes. start us out in this section of the concert, Marid.
1: Yes, we're going to play a few Donegal tunes because Breejean said to me, you play a few tunes and I'll follow you. And <laughs> Breejean only heard these tunes today. But it's the 21 <laughs> Highland. <laughs> into a tune that I call The Red Crow, which I composed myself many, many moons ago. And uh, Bridging's just amazing, so she- she'll have to follow the South fiddle player.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 21 Highland and into Red Crow. Yes, Kermagov. That's uh, Mairead Niwini and Bree Jean with two tunes there, 21 Highland and, and Red Crow. And I suppose that's the flavour that what we just got there, Mairead, is really what, what your evening is going to be about. It really is, it's, it's a session, but it's a session where all the, the, the players will be women.
1: Yes, um, well, there'll be individual things as well. You want to have variety. And uh, I have to say... My my old friend, Mary Chapin, was delighted to be coming to Ireland. Your old friend,
0: Mary Chapin Carpenter. Now, how is she your old friend?
1: (laughs) Well, I've just been very lucky over the years that I've met a lot of great singers at different festivals and different... But uh, the thing with Mary Chapin Carpenter is she loves Ireland. She just adores anything Irish. And as soon as I rang her, she said, Oh, I'm there. Yeah, you know, and,
0: so and I mean have you spoken about what song she might sing will she do something from the Irish traditions or are you just going to keep that a big secret from me now
1: well it's like today we, do, we don't know what we're doing till the last minute <laughs> <laughs> no uh, yeah we played by ear but we, uh, we I have Breedian in the house band and we we, we might do some of her you know, popular songs, but mm. she's she's not really sure herself what she wants to do. It sometimes has to do with the mood you're in on the day as well. And I want to leave it very open because that, that sometimes brings a very good quality in, into a live show.
0: And uh, Tea with Maggie's will be there, of oh, course, yes, as my... well. How, how vital are they to? I, they're really they're a part of your musical heritage, really, Maria. Well,
1: they're my three heroes. Like the three of them are from Northwest Donegal, and you know, when I was growing up, I'd be listening to Scarab Ray, Trina, and Moira Nigonal, fantastic singers, mm. and then Maya Brennan, of course, who's a neighbour. And all I wanted to do when I was growing up was my father would give me a fiddle. I want to play the harp. I want to play the harp. But uh, I never had long enough nails for the harp. (laughs) And um, I ended up playing the fiddle. But um, they've been such... They're just Mm. great people and great fun.
0: (laughs) Uh, I think you might have felt about been asked to play alongside Maraid and the others in this, as Maraid has just described, feeling around tea with the Maggies, Brie
2: Yeah, no, of course. Maraid is... I idolise Maraid. She's amazing, like... And it's just such an honour to be even sitting playing with her, like, enjoying it too. She's so good and she's so nice um, and welcoming and everything, so it's lovely.
0: And in terms of how you went about it, I mean, I'm I'm kind of quite amazed that there was no not no rehearsal but the, you just sit uh, you just sat down and started playing uh, is, is that how it was today and is that how it uh, how it has been bridging
2: yeah because i think um, there's no egos on this stage mm. <laughs> as well and i think that we had a we had a few chats about it but mm-hmm. i think we're very similar in what we like and mm-hmm. what we like the sound of so
0: now i think yours is the second tune bridging this is your own is not it and how uh, tell me a little bit more about this
2: yeah, so I wrote this song. It's on my album. It just wouldn't get out of my head when I was getting the album ready. I just said, look, I'll write it and I can put it away and finish the album. And I ended up finishing it and I thought, Do you know, I actually really love this. And I put it on it. But it's um, it's called Will We Meet Again? And um, I'd be very close with my granddad. And he lost his wife when she was only 50. She was Bridie. I was born on her birthday, going back to your yeah. original question. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just, um, I've just i always just felt such sadness for him because he never he could never cope right without her, without her. And I always found, like, if you walk into the sitting room, the wallpaper's hanging off the wall and <laughs> dust everywhere. But it, that's the way Bridie left it. That's the way Granny had it. And wow. he wouldn't change anything. And I think... Uh, yeah, that's what this song is all about and I'd be quite spiritual as well. So So it, it was
0: it. just one of those songs that, that wouldn't go away.
2: It wouldn't go away. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, it it definitely helped me to write it.
0: Right. Okay, yeah. well let's let's have a listen then. Will we meet again? <laughs> Absolutely gorgeous. Uh, Be- beautiful, beautiful song you. and a beautiful sentiment within it. Uh, will we meet again? I'm just wondering, And I was watching you there and, and listening to you play, do you write the songs at the harp? You know, because it's often a question you'd ask of a, a songwriter. Do you write at the piano? Do you write at the guitar? Do you write with the harp specifically in mind?
2: Um, well, as I said there, it just wouldn't get out of my head. So I was like doing the dishes and stuff and it like was writing itself in my head. <laughs> but normally I do. I do come up with little ideas and I have them in voice memo, and then I go to the harp and I expand. Yeah,
0: yeah. and and equally for yourself playing alongside that, uh, Maria. I know you have that facility <laughs> that you can just listen and tune into the music, but it's a very different style of, of fiddling playing, a uh, fiddle playing that you'd be doing when you're accompanying a song like that.
1: Yeah, it's just uh, I love the idea. Of, like I was able to just tune into what her idea of harmony was, and she. It's a very melodic, mm. a song, and um, also the feeling of it is gorgeous so it's easy to just go into a trance really <laughs> yeah,
0: well it's easier for you to do that with the, <laughs> with, the with, with the fiddle along oh, about
1: that.
0: yeah um, what about the she fiddlers by the way will there be many of them able to be part of the night
1: yes 13 she fiddlers um, yeah.
0: you love that name yeah. she fiddlers don't you
1: yeah i just love that because the uh, the old men at home. The, the reason we call them the she-fiddlers because long ago when a, a, a woman fiddler, which was very rare, if um, she was playing,
0: she's a she-fiddler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of, like, was it like a little um, short version of she-o? There was a touch of yeah, the little I people. Yeah, I think
1: there was a touch of that, but uh, I, I think it was kind of, you know, I, I wouldn't trust her. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm delighted about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, so there'll be thirteen of them.
1: Thirteen of those ones, yes, <laughs> yeah. and they're amazing. They're all young Donegal female fiddlers. That are, every one of them is my hero. You know.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I know we're going to finish with it with a song that has a, a particular relevance to to Bridget's Day, which is, yes. I suppose, what part of what, what this whole evening of yours is all about. Were there other traditions in Bridget's Day traditions at home that you still maintain, or have they fallen oh, by the wayside? Yes, way to...
1: well, I do remember, you know, on Bridget's night, it was always very important to, you know, uh, get the Jurassagi, they would be the rushes, and we'd go and collect them. And then <clears throat> after uh, tea, we'd uh, make the, the Bridget's crosses, just the simple ones. And then I remember in my aunt's we had a bridge as well and she had to run around the house three times and uh, knock on the door and go a so go on your go on your knees and welcome in holy bridge and then she'd no. come in and the there would be merriment.
0: <laughs> there would be merriment. Well, Just and apart from um, cutting your birthday cake, uh, your, or whatever that cake <laughs> that you do on the 1st of February is, um, traditions in your house, Bridget?
2: Oh, Not other than the cross, but, you know, I want to start doing this one, running around the house three times. I'd love it.
0: Yeah. What, what is the final piece that so you have for us So this song Marie?
1: is Goa Malta Bridge, which means in praise of Bridget. It's a beautiful symbol of bringing the light of spring into the darkness of winter. So it's only another week, you know, till we, we're into spring by the way. So I hope the sun comes out.
0: Goam multibreej, amaradni and, <coughs> and breejing. Niweni on violin, Agus Hiega on a fresh one on an shin, and Reelabaha got married. And, and the concert Women in Trad and Folk will take place this Saturday, January the 28th at the National Stadium. And apart from Mairead Niwini and Brigin, who you just heard there, the lineup will include, as we heard, Mary Shipp and Carpenter, Tea with Maggie's She Fiddlers. Uh, also, there will be Edwina Guckian and Quiva Hopkinson. We'll be back with more from TradFest 2023 after this break. Welcome back to the print house in Dublin Castle and this arena special for Tradfest Temple Bar 2023. Lorkorn Mock Mahuna is a singer, musician and writer who draws on the deep roots of Shannon singing, bringing this ancient tradition into contemporary collaborations. His latest project, Paradise Lost, is based on the epic poem by 17th century poet John Milton. He will be performing the project, is in a lunchtime concert at the Pepper Canister Church as part of Tradfest this Saturday, January the 28th, and he will be accompanied then, as he is now, by Eamon Galdov and Seamus O'Brien, both on guitars. Maybe you would tell me, first of all, Lorcan, the, the attraction of Paradise Lost and how he, he fits into what you're doing in a traditional sense, I suppose.
3: Well, I, I'm always attracted to stories, and in particular, compelling stories that sort of dig deep into you know, our understanding of humanity. Paradise Lost is, of course, this brilliant retelling of Genesis in which the characters are really drawn out. And he imagines the characters with these great lines. Mm. Of course, Satan is sort of one of the... The epic characters of this story—it's um, about hubris and it's about ambition and the desire to know all and to control all. You're going to say perform a little piece, uh, two pieces from it, in fact, for us this evening. Um, sing, heavenly muse—are we at the very start, or how soon? How close to the start are we with these lines? Yeah, that's practically the, the opening lines of Paradise Lost. As with a lot of these old epic stories, you need a muse to help you interpret or to help you see what's what's about to unfold in it. So this is our poet is is, is taken on this journey. With this uh, with this muse I can sort of help him see sing heavenly muse sing heavenly muse that on the secret top of horror bar, bar of sign I inspire I thy invoked I ate in my adventurous song things on attempt my adventurous
0: song things on a tempted rhyme <clears throat> <clears throat> Sing heavenly muse there, Lorcan MacMahuna, the vocalist accompanied by Eamon Galdov and Seamus O'Brien on, on guitars. It's very interesting how the the words of John Milton seem to sit into that traditional song
3: form, format very easily. D- did you have much to do in in switching them around there? Um, well, I, I sort of selected out what I really liked, and you'd find that you know, particularly in the epic poetry writing, that you find that there are just parts of it like it's all done in epi- in poetic verse, mm. but you just find that there are some parts that really take your imagination, and they're usually sort of compiled in this visual style, but with a really strict adherence to a, a an almost folk rhythm on it, you know? And, like, I was thinking of this, and I was thinking of, like, Donny Cash and some writers, Appalachian songwriters, who sort of really take the sort of visual imagery of this sort of biblical writing. And uh, I, when I was reading to it, I was going, like, you know, I, I, it almost brings you, it gives you these, the same type of impulses and images. And I was thinking about, you know, it sort of fits into that strong yeah. narrative-style folk music. Um, and these type of tunes, they sort of seem to really just fit around the words, I thought.
0: Yeah, well, it certainly is. It's,
3: it's, that's very easily
0: in, in the section we've just heard. And Eamon, who's playing with you this evening alongside him, Eamon Galdove, who's playing alongside him as a brand. Eamon uh, was involved in other projects with you where he was playing pipes, but he's on guitar this evening. Have you gone for two guitars or are there other instruments involved in the in the, in the the setup for this performance?
3: Well, yeah, um, I'd I like to have... I wanted to have the guitar central in this because, you know, I, I was sort of thinking a lot about um, the music tradition that goes with, with, with that striking biblical imagery. But um, no, yeah. But Eamon's bringing out his uh, his melodic instruments as well mm. as um, saxophone, flight pipes, and flutes right, as well. So there'll so. be lots lots of other instruments yeah. in in the realization. And um, we actually have a second voice as well, Ida O'Hara. She's, she's up in fermanagh so she's not down tonight but she'll be there on saturday She'll be there. so we there have all the saturday. harmonies and stuff <laughs> we're right. really so, going deep into those yeah yeah so, uh, so, so you're giving us
0: a kind of a a, a, a shorter, or a, a smaller version of it in some ways this evening yeah. the second piece uh, where, where
3: where does this come in paradise lost what's it called uh, no, nine days they fell um so at one point uh, gabriel i think is talking to adam and he's, he's explaining to him well how satan's fall occurred this follows this in, entire uh, book he describes an arms race so the, the the forces of Satan and the forces of the angels they sort of they come back against each other and they build more stronger mm-hmm. bigger arms and it, it finishes off with this last piece and in this Christ comes and he sort of finishes the battle but Satan's revenge as, as he draws as, as he thinks about it he thinks about his loss will be to tempt mankind all so right. this is just before the apple all right nine days they fell uh,
0: local McMahon accompanied by Eamon Galdov and Seamus O'Brien on guitar
3: <laughs> Full soon amongst them he arrived, grasping ten thousand thunder.
0: Thank you very much, Lorcan. That's Lorcan Mockmahuna. And Paradise Lost will be performed at the Pepper Canister Church on Saturday, January the 28th, 12.30pm, uh, for the doors to open and a 1pm start. And welcome back to the final part of our concert from Tradfest 2023. Yeah! Blending the best of traditional Irish music with bluegrass and Americana, a genre they are calling Eyegrass, Jig Jam, have made a huge impact on the Irish and American circuit, headlining the world renowned Telluride Bluegrass Festival and the Milwaukee Irish Festival. Originally from Offaly, with a touch of Tipperary, they will perform at the Grand Social on Thursday, the 26th of January. Let's hear or taste a sample of what audiences can expect. This is called Tullamore to Boston. <laughs>
4: Where the heather grows in the Midlands Came a man named Danny Williams He brought magic to Kings County And he bottled it right there He brought a drink for me and a drink for you Thank you. Lovely stuff. Tullamore to
0: Boston there from Jig Jam. That sounds like a song
4: that was literally written on the road is, is is that the truth of the matter jimmy oh it was yeah yeah i suppose the, the background to that one is everywhere we go around the world the only thing we see from tullamore is a bottle of whiskey called tullamore jew <laughs> so uh yeah we said we'd write a little song about it it probably says a lot about the places that we would be going on the road because we tend to see it in a lot of bars but um yeah it's something that is definitely uh a thing from Tullamore that we see everywhere we go, and people seem to associate that with the town, so we said, why not write a song about yeah, it? Yeah, and, and, and in praise of it as much as anything else. You, you
0: grew up surrounded by Irish music. When did Bluegrass start to find its way into what you were doing?
4: Yeah, so we all kind of grew up playing Irish traditional music. When we started Jig Jam, we were pretty much just a, a cover band playing in, you know, the local pubs around Tullamore, around Offaly in the Midlands, and... Uh, Dahi joined the band, and Dahi playing the five-string banjo as opposed to the tenor banjo, which would be more traditional Irish. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had that kind of bluegrassy sound. So the more, look, the more we looked into it, you know, we found the, the big crossover and correlation between Irish music and bluegrass music. So I think it was a natural genre and crossover to, to attack and look yeah. into more, and yeah, it's something we, we love to do now. And Dahi, um, obviously
0: it's all your fault that they're involved in bluegrass at all because of the five string band. Yeah, did did you Yeah. You, was it five string from the very start? Did, did, were you looking for a bluegrass style when you chose that instrument?
4: Uh, yeah, I started off playing guitar um, and I went to school with Cahill and he got me into the trad music. Cahill uh, being? Uh, uh, the, the fiddle player fiddle over Fiddle player, here. yes. The bow yeah. fella. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I was playing trad with him and I played in a band with him and his dad and they played some bluegrass as well and kind of got me into that as well. Then I went down the rabbit hole of five string banjo players and... Never look back.
0: Yeah, and as, as Jimmy says, I mean, really that five-string thing is what, what brings the, the bluegrass style into it. There is a big similarity, though, between bluegrass and, and Irish traditional music,
4: really. Absolutely, and it's only when we kind of delved into the bluegrass stuff and start learning some of the standards and tunes, we realised there's a crossover there between the similar kind of tunes that... Yeah. both genres play as well so, I must
0: yeah. say um, looking at you playing on stage uh, tonight I would guess that your your gigs Jimmy are fairly energetic affairs um, the, the, the live music side of things
4: yeah the, I think like high energy and sort of people up dancing would be the usual kind of jig jam gig so we're actually going to clear all these tables shortly now <laughs> but uh, yeah it, it definitely is it's something we, we love doing you know the kind of high-energy, high-tempo stuff and sort of party mode, near the end of the night kind of thing, but... Yeah. Uh, Has that landed you in trouble when you're out on tour, the four of you out...
0: (laughs) The four lads from the Midlands travelling around America? You found yourself on a Greyhound bus. How did that happen?
4: Oh, we did indeed, yeah. Um, We we find all kinds of trouble, but that was definitely one of them. Uh, It was our first year, year tour in the States, and us being very, very green, coming from the middle of Ireland, we... Probably didn't look at the map too close. We, we didn't realise how big the states really were. So we were kind of just taking gigs everywhere and anywhere. We had all these gigs in the, the Midwest, around Chicago, Wisconsin. You could drive everywhere within a few hours, which was, was fine. Someone offered us a gig in Las Vegas, and we had no idea how far that was. We'd never been to Vegas, so we said, sure, that'll be great. So we headed off to Vegas, um, and we had to come back the way then. We priced flights and rental cars, and it was way out of our budget, so... We basically Googled the cheapest way, which was a Greyhound bus. So we were uh, on a Greyhound bus for three days in a row. <laughs> and, Camille,
0: was, was the, was the, were the flights out of your budget before you went to Vegas
4: or because of what you were up to in Vegas? I think both. I think they were always <laughs> out of the budget. Vegas didn't help the, the scenario, but, yeah, we oh. met some interesting characters on that bus journey, that's for sure. I would, I would say you did. Um, what, what are the plans then? You have gigs coming up uh, throughout the year ahead? Yeah, we're, we're going back to the States now next week after our gig in Temple Bar Thursday. Uh, we have a couple of months on the road over there. Uh, some places we played before, some new places, and uh, this tour in particular, we've probably got our biggest gig to date in the States. We're playing the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville. Wow. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Yeah. So
0: clearly you were, doing, you were doing more than just traveling around in a greyhound bus. You were obviously pleasing people as well. Second song that you have for us this evening, is uh, what, are, what are you going to perform?
4: Yeah, this is a song we started playing just for fun over the pandemic when we used to meet up. It's a Fleetwood Mac song, and we thought maybe it might be cool to do it in a bluegrass style and throw in some banjos, fiddles and mandolins. So it's uh, Everywhere by Fleetwood Mac. Here we have it
0: then, from Jig Jam, Everywhere. Everywhere from Jig Jam, who will perform in the Grand Social Thursday, January the 26th, tomorrow evening. Doors open at 8pm. And that is it from our two shows in conjunction with TradFest Temple Bar. The festival is now up and running, continues through until this Sunday, January the 29th. TradFestTempleBar.com for full details. Thanks to everybody involved in getting these concerts together for us, all of our artists, Martin and Claudine and the entire team from TradFest, Kira Davey here at the Printworks and our RTE Radio 1 sound crew, Damien Chanel, uh, Damien Gavigan and Gar Duffy. All of the RTE Arena team, broadcast coordinator was Amandine Pasadivine. devine Ola McGowan produced, we'll be back with you in studio Studio 7 tomorrow night on RT Radio 1 at 7pm. Fake No Brain On will be with you after the news.